Karen Glacier, Senior Director of Marketing and Communications here at Crossviews. Thanks so much for joining me today for a really exciting conversation around how to drive more value out of your Microsoft Manage 365 environment. And this is a big discussion. If you're a 365 user, you know the world of 365 is nothing short of very, very vast. And we have uh, ourselves a lot of clients that say they're overwhelmed and it's difficult to keep up with the environment. It's difficult to manage it and it's difficult to support it. And mostly what to do next with it. And the what to do next, how is that going to impact what they've already done? So there's always a lot of questions that we're fielding for, for our clients and of course helping them through it. And part of that tends to be all of the releases for enhancements and upgrades that Microsoft releases. And those in and of themselves are vast because those are always ongoing. They're great enhancements, but there's a lot of them to keep that platform modernized and doing what it needs to do, which is pretty much keep businesses operating smoothly. Then you have the question, how the heck do we support this thing? It's, it's a big platform and there's a lot of moving parts. So how do we support those things and make sure that our users are getting what they need, when they need it, and how they need it? Thankfully, I have two Microsoft Managed 365 gurus with me today, Zach Brand and Todd Strand. Both of them are what I would call wizards with the platform, and they're going to help us kind of sort through all of this and figure out all the questions that people have around 365, around the management of it and the support of it and keeping up with it. So Zach and Todd, I welcome you to our discussion today. How are you both? Doing great, thanks Karen. Very good, happy to be here. Great, great. Well, I am thrilled to have both of you here to talk about this topic. So let's just dive right into the 365 universe and let's set the stage a little bit for the world of 365. So as the viewers can see on the screen right now, you see that the world is very vast. So Zach, tell us a little bit about the complexity and you know how does someone know where to start, where to go next, you know, just what path to take? Yeah, great question. Uh, you know, we hear that a lot. I think a lot of people feel the same way. Uh, so you're not alone out there. And that's something that we've developed as an organization over the years is to, you know, build up that expertise and the process and the organization um, to, to really understand this at a deeper level and to help customers find where they're at and then chart out a journey that makes sense uh, for their business. Um, so, you know, I think that's just kind of the mindset to probably have is to treat it as a journey and that there's no shame in where you start and where you should be. Um, it's just where you are and then taking steps forward to uh, improve your end users experience with the platform and then also to increase your organization's security posture. I would assume just like any other platform, there's a level of maturity, right? And there's different stages within that maturity. And um, I'm sure we're trying to help them through each of those stages because there is, as we just saw a moment ago, uh, quite a bit of moving parts. And one implementation of one area of the platform has a direct 
impact on perhaps another area of the platform. So I could see why we uh, we take the hand holding approach to make sure that they're making the right moves at the right time. So Todd, that kind of brings me to the next question, which is all of the releases, ongoing releases that Microsoft puts out there. How do how do users, our clients in particular, how do they handle those updates and how difficult is to keep up with it and make sure you're applying it the right way? Yeah, that's a good question. In general, uh, Microsoft uh, is investing in, in, in significantly in the ways in which they can help to impact or, or assist organizations with uh, productivity. Uh, with security, with with uh, just the general management of the of the stack, um, the updates that occur can come very frequent, uh, sometimes daily and weekly. Uh, what we suggest to organizations is to monitor the message center within the Microsoft 365 Admin Center for changes to their environment. Uh, we, with the organizations that we support, uh, we review these things regularly. We send communications to our customers. Uh, notifying them of, of changes that impact their, their environment, whether it be uh, through uh, major updates, admin impact, user impact, uh, just to keep them informed and, and, and aware for planning uh, on how to navigate these updates and, and really utilize them to the fullest effect that they can to get the most out of their, their investment in the licensing that they've got. Would, is there typically a, a phased out approach sometimes when all of these updates are coming in and do we work with them to kind of figure out, okay, well, based on what's happening with the releases, based on what you're doing currently with the platform and based on what your users are needing, do we phase out how those get rolled out? Yeah, we generally try to prioritize them based on, on a few different factors. One of the considerations that we always have to make is what is user impact? Uh, what is what is the the advantage to rolling out a new a new update to a tool that's that's currently in use, and uh, during that the discussion with the organizations that we support, we we like to take a, a standard approach of you know do we do the testing we we work within uh, uh, pilot groups to be able to ensure that that the deployment is received and it's not going to be impactful to their production environment and then also. Um, the the other element to it that's that's equally as important is the communication to end users in how they can use the new tools or the updates to the tools that they've previously been been working with. So it's it's there's multiple uh, areas that we try to focus on to you know deploy that update correctly and and allow for the seamless uh, transition to the new to the new updates. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so you mentioned support. In there, which is perfect because that was actually one of my next questions. So I'll jump to that. So somebody turns on all of these enhancements, um, and what kind of? I, I would assume a user when you when you're turning on multiple enhancements and you're doing multiple upgrades. And I know not all of that happens at one time, like you said, Todd. But as that's happening, my assumption is I'm a user of. Microsoft, for example, the user is sitting there going, whoa, what's all this stuff happening? And I know that we tend to let the users know in advance, but still on the day of, that can seem very overwhelming. And I'm sure there's a lot of phone calls perhaps coming into the service desk and that sort of thing. So Zach, what sort of support does 
the platform require on a day-to-day -day perspective? Yeah, it's a good question. I think the answer is, you know, just depends on what's being deployed. There are um, a lot of different ways that uh, we can make modifications to uh, the environment that don't have any end user impact that are more behind the scenes or you know, security. And then there are things that are, you know, very end user impacting and, you know, to be, you know, I guess not to make it seem easier than it is, but in, in the grand scheme of things that the technology piece is actually the easy part, um, you know, cause sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, the switch, but yeah, I think the value comes in is understanding what that switch actually does and how that impacts users and other technology that um, our customers have. So, you know, depending on, you know, if you're on-prem, hybrid, cloud, line of business applications, there's a lot of different variables that kind of go into understanding what, you know, enabling the technology means. Um, but it's also having a line of communication with the service desk and ensuring that they're updating their knowledge articles and there's communication to the support staff on what's coming next. And, you know, ideally not on Monday morning after you've, you know, already done it for the weekend. Please not on Monday, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's ample planning so that, you know, people are prepared and it's not a surprise. I think if anyone's surprised, whether it's support or end users, you know, I think you've probably unfortunately made some, you know, some missteps uh, in that sequence. So, that, you know, that's what we really try to do is we try to understand, you know, the technology and the end users and how that can be a seamless um, experience, but then what the experience is with support is obviously, you know, combining both of those together is really what kind of sets the, um, I guess the image of IT is, you know, generally end users are contacting IT most frequently through the service desk. So I think the impression of IT is, um, is really with the service desk. So it's just making sure that that's um, a great experience. Well, in a lot of ways, they are the knowledge hub when it comes to a user having a question or need, especially around something like Microsoft and that platform, which again, with all those updates and releases coming out, I'm sure that there's always a, a little bit of a, hey, what is this? Or, hey, I missed that launch notification that this was coming, what do I do with this? And it's great to know that the service desk is there to support all of those and having knowledge base right? And having access to tutorials or announcements, all of that is super important. So that's really good that um, that we implement that. And I would hope that others are implementing the same sort of thing at their service desk. So with just the last few minutes of conversation, I'm, I'm like in my head kind of adding up <laughs> how much time that this takes for an IT department to manage all of this and support all of this and i'm thinking and people so todd you live and breathe microsoft all day long and and you're in that environment all day long i don't know take a guesstimate on a yearly basis how many hours do you think it would take a team to really keep visual watch of the 365 universe yeah, it um, there's a lot to it. I think that you know we touched on the updates that that Microsoft uh, provides uh, across their uh, entire tool set. There's uh, some considerations around the changing business needs uh, for organizations. Uh, 
there's the planning for change and communication elements. There's an example of of one of those changes that that almost all organizations have been impacted by is the shift to remote workers and and have people working from home. And I think that uh, with with an emphasis on on being able to embrace those changes, but also be able to be agile enough to be able to implement some of these things, there's a, there's a lot of management to that. You add into that the end user support element of people that that are having difficulty with some of the tools and and need some either education or uh, break fix with some of the tools that are out there. I would say that an average sized organization could expect to uh, invest literally thousands of of working hours to the management wow. and support of of the Microsoft 365 platform. Uh, I can only imagine if an IT department had those thousands of hours to do something else, I would think they could fill that time with some other mission critical efforts, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you, you know, I think it's just really a decision of how you, you know, kind of deploy your resources in the best manner to give the organization the most value that, that you can deliver. I think that's, you know, the job of IT leaders is to, you know, just maximize the value that you're able to deliver. So it's, you're just kind of asking the question on, you know, is doing this a core competency of the organization or is it linking, uh, you know, and providing a little bit more closer collaboration with, you know, the business and figuring out what their needs are. Um, and yeah, I think that's just kind of the question that we hear a lot of customers asking and asking us. So I think that's just kind of the, 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 you know, value proposition that's kind of going around in people's heads. Yeah, I mean, the platform is one of the major systems, backbone systems of any organization. And having, making sure you have that team that is constantly keeping watch of it and always there, if a need of support comes up, I would think it would be, well, it is critical. We use Microsoft, I mean, everything we do is pretty much on that platform from a day to day. And I can only imagine if if we didn't have the exceptional, kudos to both of you, but exceptional support of you both and the team behind it. And I think, uh, I think all companies need to look really hard at what they keep in-house for that expertise and what they, you know, flex out to accomplish as well and who they can flex out to because I think a combined effort really adds tremendous value to that environment and making sure it's working smoothly. Well, a lot of the kudos goes to the team. They're the ones that, you know, are experts in this and are, you know, uh, giving us some great ideas and how we can help our customers better. So we've got a great team behind us uh, and they do a great job. Nice, very nice. So this leads me to, uh, I would love a little advice from you both. So let's leave our viewers today with maybe one or two pieces of advice you would give them that you think is most important to keep in mind or do when it comes to ensuring they're expanding the power of the platform all the time, but doing it in a way that provides value and offers the users a smooth and a very positive user experience. What's that one or two pieces of advice you would give? Well, I'd start with, I think one of the areas that that oftentimes gets overlooked, and we really try to emphasize this with our, our partners that we work with and, and organizations that we support, 
uh, is to give voice to the end users, help understand what are some pain points, what are some objectives, what are some areas where uh, we can map back some of the business needs and the individual business units to the tool set that Microsoft offers because they're really becoming more focused on uh, not just operating system or, or, or running a, a cloud platform, but uh, business productivity, uh, individual uh, user contributions and, and, and the, the, the organizations that we see that have the most success with the tools are the ones that really get that feedback from their end users and, and allow them to really uh, use the uh, and gain productivity in areas where they, they may be uh, using other third-party applications uh, for it or, or um, really just is being overlooked and uh, you know, embrace that concept to be able to get the, the maximum value out of the investment that is being made. Kind of like a continuous feedback loop, right? Yep. 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 Exactly. Yep. Well, Todd, I think you took the most important one. Um, <laughs> so I'll uh, follow up with uh, you know the the uh, far second, but still important. But uh, you know, one of the other critical aspects of uh, IT, especially um, in more recent time, is security. Um, and I think if organizations can look at their secure score as kind of an internal benchmark of where they're currently at. And then they can make progress and that is kind of used as its kind of own, you know, KPI that you can use to um, educate senior leaders on where IT sits from a security perspective. That can be kind of a nice snapshot. Um, it can also show you, you know, what you have left to accomplish to improve your security posture. Um, and then you can potentially look at what other tools Microsoft has available obviously looking at the large chart, depending on which licenses you currently own, is what might be a good next step. Um, so that's kind of what I would say there. Yeah, security, big one, right? Um, I've heard more about security in the last six months than I've heard probably <laughs> in the last, you know, three, four years. <laughs> so, which makes complete sense with our different working environment today. So Zach and Todd, this has been a pleasure and I think we provided those watching this video and of course our viewers will be the judge of this, but uh, I think we provide some really good insight into the, the vast world of Microsoft Managed 365. It is quite the universe. Every move matters. Every user matters. And the great thing is, is that they always have access. Right, they always have access to modernizing their environment through all the releases Microsoft is releasing. They have access to minds like, well, both of you and your teams, you know, who live and breathe Microsoft every day, as well as as a company's own in-house team. But it's really it's really good to see that, um, you know, we're just constantly helping others expand on this platform and constantly deliver value in a meaningful way. So. I thank you both for spending a little time with me today. And, you know, I just hope that you're doing well and happy and healthy where you are. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, my pleasure. It was, it was a very fun conversation. Thank you. Great. Well, you two take care. Thanks everyone for watching. And if you want to continue this conversation and even talk to Zach and Todd on your own, just send us an email at letstalkacrossviews.com and we'll make that happen. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.